Chapter 43 Deliverance from Deep Waters He sent from on high, He took me, He drew me out of many waters. Psalm 18, 16 We take these words as the expression of one David's experience, two Christ's experience, and three every Christian's experience. In all of these, we learn much about God, David's God, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our own God. For it is His character that is thus unfolded to us. He is the God of all grace. Indeed, God is love. In Him there is help, and with Him is abundant redemption. It is He who redeems Israel out of all of His troubles. It is He who is above. It is He who sends from above. It is He who takes, lays hold of. It is He who draws, and that out of many waters. Such is the God with whom we have to do. He is infinite in power and grace. To know Him is life eternal. To rest upon His love and power is the true strength and solace of the soul. The knowledge of ourselves troubles and casts down. The knowledge of this God relieves and lifts up. The great use of knowing ourselves is not that we may be qualified for receiving and being received by Him, but that we may become more and more dissatisfied with self and more and more drawn to Him who is altogether unlike self, more and more emptied of everything, so that as empty vessels we may be in a state for containing Him and His fullness. For it is our emptiness that attracts and makes us suitable for His fullness, and it is in knowing self that we are emptied of self. We decrease, He increases. 1. David's Experience This whole psalm refers to this subject, and his whole life is an exemplification of the text. He was constantly in the deep and many waters, from the day that Samuel anointed him king. First Saul, then the Philistines, and then Absalom threatened to overwhelm him. They surrounded him, they raged against him, they poured their billows over him until he seemed to be sinking in the waters, not once, not twice, but many times. In each successive peril God drew near to save. He sent from above, He laid hold of him, He drew him out of many waters. Jehovah's love and power never failed. As low as David went down, they went lower still. Whether, as the young shepherd of Bethlehem, he was exposed to any danger except that of the lion and the bear, we don't know. But no sooner is he named king than enemies arise, the floods attack him. That which we should have expected to be the termination of trouble and danger stirred these up, introduced him to conflict, raised the storm, and drew the rage of enemies around him. What could David have done? Had it not been for Jehovah his God, his arm, his shield, his sword, they were his protection and deliverance. 2. Christ's Experience These Psalms of David are the Psalms of the Son of David. This Psalm is his resurrection Psalm. All his life he was exposed to foes. He was made to feel the wrath of God as the bearer of our sins. Your wrath has rested upon me, and you have afflicted me with all your waves. Psalm 88, 7. All your breakers and your waves have rolled over me. 
Psalm 42, 7. It was so during his life, as when he said, Now my soul has become troubled. John 12, 27. It was so in Gethsemane, when he said, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Matthew 26, 38. It was so on the cross, when he cried, My God. Matthew 27, 46. It was so when he lay under the power of death. But he sent from on high, he took me, he drew me out of many waters, he rescued me because he delighted in me. Psalm 18, 16, and 19. As our sin bearer, our curse bearer, and our death bearer, he had Jehovah's wrath poured upon him. This was the depth out of which he was plucked by the Father's hand, and his deliverance is ours. It was as our surety, our substitute, that he was drawn out of many waters. And three, every Christian's experience. By nature, he is in these many waters, though at first he doesn't know it. Under wrath is the description of his condition. The wrath of God abides on him. John 3, 36. He is not alive to this. His eyes and ears are closed. He does not see, does not hear the roaring waves of wrath. Like Jonah, he is asleep in the storm. When the Holy Spirit shows him where he is and what he is, terrors seize him. He's overwhelmed and doesn't know how to help himself. All help is vain. He looks upward and sees him who was drawn out of many waters and him who drew him. He remembers the words, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Acts 2.21. He appeals to that name, and immediately the help comes down, and he is delivered, and henceforth his song of grateful joy is, He sent from on high, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. So it is in conflicts, daily troubles, times of sorrow, on his bed of death, and in the day when his body will be delivered from death, and the grave. Thus he ascribes everything to God, from first to last, the sending, the taking, the drawing, all are of God. Salvation is of the Lord. Of Him, to Him, and through Him are all things. Yes, Jehovah saves. He does not help us save ourselves. He saves. However far down we may be, however deep the waters, however near the perishing, he can rescue. His arm is not shortened that it cannot save, nor grown feeble that it should fail to grasp us or to draw us up. His is salvation to the uttermost, deliverance from the lowest hell. All true religion must begin with salvation. God's hand must lay hold on us and lift us up. Untrue religion may begin in any way, and can go on without salvation, pardon, reconciliation, or any putting forth of the mighty power of God. But the true, real, and divine must begin with this conscious rescue, this plucking from the waves of wrath, and it must, though perhaps with feeble voice, sing Messiah's song, He sent from on high, He took me, He drew me out of many waters.